Okay, we're live. Hi, it's Elliot Fishman. Welcome to our weekly uh, Facebook Live. You'll recognize some of the background. Of course, you recognize it because I do it from here almost every week. Uh, but if you look at Facebook, the prior post, a few weeks ago we had the privilege of uh, working with Trevor Noah, who was in charge of Microsoft's AI for Good, looking at applications and they chose us to be the fifth um, story where we spoke about pancreatic cancer and the challenges and Trevor and I was sitting right there looked a little bit better I didn't move any of my toys or anything so it's a real honor to have been selected to do that um, Trevor Noah was extremely nice extremely knowledgeable and the entire team from Microsoft and the production crew try film I think were incredible and uh, it was a privilege for us to be involved so thank you thank you thank you and you guys it's about a six minute video you can watch it and let us know your comments and I was wearing a jacket I don't know why they asked me to wear that jacket which I only wear when I'm freezing in my office but hey when you're cool you're cool so anyway so I last week I spoke about uh, Jensen Long and I spoke about Taylor Swift, so I had to postpone the esophagus. So I thought maybe I would speak only about the video and postpone the esophagus. But no, 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 we're back. Okay, so CT of the esophagus. You know, people spend a lot of effort talking, including ourselves, talking about CT of the stomach and then CT of the small bowel, CT of the colon, maybe virtual colonoscopy, CT of the kidneys, the adrenal, the spleen, the liver, the lungs, the mediastinum, the heart. But how many lectures have you heard on the esophagus? Several problems, right? One is it's hard to evaluate the esophagus. In many patients, there's no clear plane between trachea and esophagus, aorta, some of the retroperitoneal structures, uh, posterior mediastinal structures. So challenging to really image, and there's no good protocols, right? Um, how do you distend the esophagus? You can give air, fizzies, but that's not doesn't work really well in patients. Hiccups, they feel uncomfortable, so the study doesn't get done well. You can give positive contrast, but then it's hard to uh, opacify the esophagus because patients will swallow. And of course, if they have a collation and they're not swallowing, then it's easy perhaps, though it's mixed up with the food. And so you're looking at the esophagus uh, without good distension. So things you can easily see hiatal hernias, but you realize things like small esophageal cancers you're not going to see. You also have the danger of overcalling, right? Because the esophagus measures a couple millimeters in wall thickness, but if it's not distended, you know, you can't really say there's no tumor there, there's no inflammation, and you can overcall rather than undercall pathology. So we tend to probably undercall rather than overcall. So, and people kind of give it a cursory look. So what do you do if you wanna look at the esophagus? One, you need IV contrast. That's critical for enhancement, also enhancement of adjacent structures, which accentuates some of the changes. Also in patients with varices, which can simulate nodes, which can simulate esophageal masses, the venous phase imaging, particularly in patients with cirrhosis, is very critical to help prevent any error. 
You then want to look at the esophagus. Now you can give oral contrast water, but again, in a normal patient, water is not going to stay there. Positive contrast may not stay there either. We typically will end up using water. What you need to do is look at the esophagus, look at all of the images in order, look for changes in enhancement, look for changes in wall thickening, look for the presence potentially of communications between the esophagus and the trachea, or the esophagus and the aorta, though that's exceedingly rare, but trachea is not that rare. Look very carefully at that area. I want you to also look carefully distally. Now, it's hard to call a Barrett's esophagus, and it's easy to overcall a tumor in the lower esophagus because it's just hiatal hernia typically and maybe some thickening. If the esophagus is diffusely thickened more than a centimeter, then for long length, an esophagitis is a good thought. A big dilated esophagus with lots of food in it and the transition by GE junction and literally dilated up to the thoracic inlet achalasia classic may see some infiltrates in the lung because of aspiration or as i showed a case in conference yesterday scleroderma where there's interstitial fibrosis at the bases and a big dilated esophagus we can see duplication cysts of the esophagus they could look almost like uh, bronchogenic cysts neuroenteric cysts or even neurofibromas we can see multiple polyps in the esophagus. That's uncommon, but you can see polyposis. But again, it's pretty, pretty uncommon. Uh, you can see smooth muscle masses just can occur in the esophagus. Uh, you can see foreign bodies. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to put that phone down. You have to uh, look carefully, carefully, carefully. I usually disconnect the phone, I'm sorry. But you want to look at um, the presence of foreign bodies. The patient could have aspirated. If it's a kid, you're thinking about a coin. If it's adult, particularly if they have some mental health issues, they could swallow things like batteries or needles or pins or all sorts of things. You also, if someone drinks something by accident or intentionally that's under the sink, one of those toxic agents, you can see bad esophagitis. Uh, you could look for esophageal cancer if there's asymmetric thickening and asymmetric enhancement. You look for nodes. You can see nodes in the esophageal region. Most cases of esophageal cancer, nodes will go to the left supracavicular zone or down by the celiac axis nodal chain. So you want to be able to look at that. So that's inflammatory. Infectious bad esophagitis, we typically see diffuse thickening more in bone marrow transplants or immunosuppressed patients, uh, mark thickening, uh, submucosal low density and prominent mucosal enhancement are the things you'll think about in that scenario. You'll also then, I mentioned tumors, focal asymmetric wall thickening, asymmetric enhancement, uh, big bulky thickening, you can think of a gist or you can think of lymphoma, Adeno is usually infiltrating. You might see an ulcer. We had a case recently with a very nice T fistula. I showed that in conference yesterday also, so you can be helpful there. Again, by the G junction, make sure you're not confusing things like hiatal hernia. You're not confusing esophageal varices with nodes or tumor. Uh, don't call something a big 
bulky tumor when it's really varices in a cirrhotic patient. We don't have IV contrast, we only have arterial phase imaging. That becomes very important to look at. Trauma of the esophagus, it's theoretically possible, right? But if you have trauma to the esophagus, you probably also had trauma to the spine, fracture, and maybe an aortic injury. Uh, so you could see that. We've seen aortic to esophageal fistulae, but that's rare. In trauma, stab wounds, you can injure the esophagus. From motor vehicle accidents, again, you can see um, esophageal injury, but I have to admit it is indeed going to be very rare. Now, what I'm doing now is putting all this stuff together because I realize I haven't given a talk on the esophagus in many, many moons. So I'll try to do that and get it done soon. Again, showing you interesting cases, difficult cases, and showing you some protocols. But anyway, um, I think that's good on the esophagus. Um, I, I see we have people, Jay Jamie from Glen Burnie's calling in. Uh, I see Lily is pushing our uh, Trevor Noah interview, which was really cool. I did offer to, uh, by the way, tell him all my Catskill jokes, but he told me he had enough jokes. And we have Sonu Suba from Bhutan, which I don't know where it is, but it sounds like far and far away, but we do appreciate uh, him being here. So, um, and with that, I'll thank everybody for their attention. And again, we're gonna put up a bunch of, uh, you can look at CTSS, look at the teaching file. There's a lot of good esophageal cases there. We're adding more, and I am gonna do a lecture hopefully over the next two weeks, which will be posted. And with that, I wish everybody a great day. And take a look at that Trevor Noah interview. Hope you like it. Bye.